Where it becomes hype and manipulation is when it's taking that common thread of fear and making it hyped up and it's like a false emotion appearing real, which actually, if you think about it, the acronym of fear, false emotion appearing real, F-E-A-R. So what you want to do is flip the script because the opposite of fear would be love. And you want to be able to interject or change your copy up so that it doesn't have that false emotion appearing real. Welcome to the Christian CEO Podcast. I'm Katie Bother, and I have built an impactful location independent business since 2008 with plenty of rejections, English as my third language, and lots of God's grace. Each week, we will be sharing relevant and direct advice or inspiring interviews with one intention. It's your time to go pro with your marketplace calling. Now, let's get to it. Hi there. Welcome to today's episode. If you are one of the entrepreneurs, kingdom leaders, that I'm sure that you need to create content, whether it's for your social media post or YouTube videos, you have to create video scripts and more importantly, the copy on your website and maybe your sales funnels and emails, right? All these require copywriting. I know that there are so many manipulated ways for copywriting that we see in the online space. The question is, as kingdom-driven entrepreneurs, how we can do better, right? And that is why I have invited one of my dear friends and a copywriting expert, Joy Caps, come on the show. Today, we're going to talk about her before and after journey. And what is before and after? Meaning that before God has shifted her way to look at the copywriting aligned with kingdom principle and after, okay? So we talk about her journey. We also talk about what are the life-changing situation help her to focus on God instead of herself. And what exactly joyful copy means? How can you use that to create copy for your business. What steps that she recommends to take before and after writing copy? I also asked her a question about what's her thoughts to use the AI tool for copywriting and so much more. Before we dive in, let me share her bio with you. After many decades working for corporate America, agencies and her own LLC, do whatever it takes mentality. Joy unknowingly mastered the use of subtle hype marketing. Learning to partner with God taught her how to use communication, best practices aligned with the ultimate how-to guide, the Bible. These insights gave birth to joyful copy that is rooted in Galatians 5, 22 to 23, and Philippians 4, 8. And her brand new book, Joyful Copy. As one of our mutual friends, Sherebine, said this, this book is a copywriting masterclass in a book form. Joyful Copy offers industry wisdom with a biblical framework and approach, which I totally agree. Now, let's check with Joy. Welcome to the show, Joy. 
Thanks for having me, Kelly. It's great to come back again and be able to connect with you and catch up. Yeah, I've been kind of having seen each other well virtually for a while. Um, so I am so excited about this book. And uh, before we dive even deeper, you know, in in the introduction, uh, I already mentioned to audience how awesome you are. But it's always it's always uh, much better that we hear the story from yourself. So kind of, can you tell us a little bit about uh, your journey and how you arrived here today? Uh, become such an awesome copy writer. Wow, that that's a loaded setup and a loaded answer. How much time do we have? <laughs> um, so my my story is uh, I have been working in corporate America um, for agencies. I've been working inside corporations as the director of communications. I've been working on the agency side um, for many decades, and then I've also been a freelancer with my own LLC on and off through that time, sometimes full-time, sometimes on the side. And um, over the course of time, I've been afforded some wonderful opportunities to uh, do strategic communications, which includes copywriting for some really big names that you would probably know and nod your head um, and some cool stories have come out of it. And then people you've never heard of. And along that journey, um, the thing that kind of was bubbled up was that I was a pretty good writer. I didn't know that. And in fact, you know, it's kind of like Dr. Dr. Heal thyself. Well, I still am constantly editing and critiquing what, what I do. I just kind of walk through life that way. Um, but the Lord put me through some, some situations that were quite challenging. Um, they kind of got my attention, shook me to the core and said, okay, Joy, You've been a Christian in the marketplace, but you have been not doing your work in alignment with me. And there's a better way to use those skills of uh, copywriting, of hype and manipulation um, to connect with people. And I want to show you how. And through that evolution, the, the Lord really shined the light on using the best practices that are in the marketplace and continuing to learn and grow from what others have done, the master copywriters, but to take that information and filter it through the lens of the teachings of the Bible, which I like to call the ultimate how-to guide. And that transformation, which didn't happen overnight, and, and it, to me, it's still a work in progress, it's ongoing, um, has really given birth to this concept of joyful copy. And joyful copy basically means to write in alignment with the teachings of the Bible. And I hone in on Galatians 5, 22 and 23, which are the fruits of the spirit. And then the, the back behind that as another verse would be Philippians 4, 8, which is talking about believers in our thought life. Um, so my journey started many decades ago, but that's kind of the evolution of how I've gotten to where I am today. Well, that's awesome. And, you know, because uh, because Joy is also a friend. So I kind of know, you know, some of her personal story. She actually is a, it's a, a preacher's kid, as she often say herself, <laughs> too. Uh, so uh, just so you guys know, if you go to read that book, which you should, you know, uh, those, you know, we, you obviously will be uh, encounter Bible verses and then the examples. Uh, uh, she leaves it. It's not just you know. Uh, she put the words on paper. Um, that actually, I want to kind of re 
uh, kind of re-say again that your, your book's name is called Joyful Copy, How to Show Up in the Marketplace uh, Ethically and Authentically, right? So, I mean, that two words, <laughs> ethically and authentically, and it seems like in our online marketing world, uh, everybody have their own different definition. And uh, I always told my clients, say, you know, the, the copy of your content of your website, it doesn't matter. Um, it's to show your audience that they are understood. Right is not for you to try to have a kind of the control button on your hand, say, do this and do that. Um, so what would you say, you know, because uh, I remember in your book, right, you mentioned that before uh, this evolution that you are like, just like a lot of other people, probably a lot of us, you know, do whatever it takes uh, mm -hmm. to get that professional uh, business performance for your clients and for your own business. Can you tell us a little bit about how how exactly it looked like? The before? Yeah, the before. Oh, oh my goodness. I, I think I, I'm I'm hopeful, well, not hopeful, but I'm sure that I'm I'm going to share what many people have already experienced in their own careers, right? Where you're you're grinding and you're you're working the the late hours and you know when somebody needs something, all your personal life goes to the side and you're like, okay, I'm gonna do whatever it takes and I'm gonna make this happen and I'm gonna make you look good and and you know finding ways to be able to elevate the the client or the project and no matter what it takes, you know, if you have to twist the truth a little bit. I, I call it sometimes I refer to it as twisted realities um, to to be able to uh, massage things so that it sounds good, you know, to to somebody else. That to me is is what I used to do. Um, and, and, and in combined with that, Kelly, it, it may seem tangential to some people, but as a believer working in corporate America, I was praying for favor. Mm -hmm. Right. And I, I was I was a a good little Christian. And I would talk to the Lord and say, okay, give me favor with XYZ project or XYZ client. Right. And I did that for years, for decades. And I didn't realize that what I was doing was the inverse of what I should be doing. I, I really should have been asking for God to give me favor with him. And then everything else would have lined up. Um, the other piece to that before story, um, I I had it on the tip of my tongue. The other piece to that before story found me um, just not real happy and trying to um, create things that I wanted the the client or the whoever was approving it to to get excited about. And after I created it, I would go to the Lord and say, "Look, Daddy God, would you bless this?" You know, after I did it. And so basically, I think the before. Uh, showed me working really hard to meet the standards and check the boxes of the people that I was supporting. And God was the afterthought. He was, he was the one that I would go to after it was all said and done and say, you know, isn't this good? Didn't I do good? Can you help? Thank you for blessing us. And that was to me, the, the biggest aha moment that I'd been doing it wrong because I've been paying favor the wrong way. I'm so glad you shared that. Um, uh... The reason why I asked before, because obviously later I'm going to ask about after, you know, about the what is a real uh, joyful copy now. But 
I want to hear from you about that because I think many of our audience, you know, is still struggle with that. I mean, it's, it's kind of a quote-unquote normal in a way. Mm -hmm. uh, but a lot of times I think, you know, we I, I often say that, you know, um, if we want to say Jesus is our Lord and Savior, right? right. Uh, we cannot say, oh, okay, so Lord, I will only want you to, uh, you know, uh, in charge of a certain area and not the other areas. Uh, right. So oftentimes we, especially if you are, you know, the high achievers, we are capable people, uh, we often just go ahead to do uh, our own way, whether it's projects or clients work. And then we say, okay, Lord, please bless it. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Right. And uh, but I'd love you to maybe share a little bit about um what the life-changing catalyst moved your focus to God instead of yourself. Because I think you mentioned that uh in your book a little bit. Um, because I want to kind of set the context why, you know, for a you know. A copywriter before that earning so well, you know, high income, everything, you know, uh, you know, praised by your clients and and corporate leaders. There must mm -hmm. something happen, you know, and so then make you shift. Say, okay, I need to change direction. As with any story, there's a lot of elements behind the scenes with it, but the the biggest thing is is I was working um, in support of multiple clients providing copywriting services, you know, communication strategy. And there was a particular situation where um, I thought the person that I was involved with was actually a believer too. That was the hook. That was the message. And the deeper I became mired or ingrained in the, the particular environment that this person had created, the more I was able to see that there was nothing authentic about that at all, that it was smoke and mirrors. Um, it was heartbreaking. I was able to see that um, it it wasn't all that it appeared to be, and that it was it was deceptive. And without going into the granular details, because that's not what is important, that revelation is really what uh, rocked me to my core and had me seeking the Lord for a better way. And our mutual friend Shay Bynes. Um, with Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur had already been coming to my line of sight for, for several years. And I kept putting it off because I was busy working for other client things. And to be candid, I, I've told her this many times, I got annoyed that she kept coming up in my line of sight. Like, what is this woman? <laughs> and um, I, I finally, at that pivotal moment that we're talking about, I, I was eager and hungry to figure out a better way to align with the Lord. And that's when I discovered um, the difference between being a Christian with a business that is trying to emulate what all the gurus do and all the other, you know, so-called leaders out there and being a, a Christian that works in partnership with the Lord. And that was pivotal pivot. That's not a word. That was a pivotal moment that changed everything for me because it helped me start to see that Things may not always be as they seem and that the only source that I can trust to always be constant and true and guide me is the Lord and the teachings and the word. So that, that is great. That's great. And I thank you for, you know, uh, so generous and also 
be vulnerable to share that and actually share a whole lot more other examples also in the book. Um, if I ask you, you know, uh, people probably now kind of wondering, say, so what does joyful copy mean, right? Uh, so, you know, how can uh, us as entrepreneurs, as marketers, that we can use it to market our business? Right. So the concept of joyful copy, as I think I've touched on before, really it takes the best practices that are out there, which there is just a ton of resources of amazing copywriters, masters through the years, many that I've studied, some that I've been part of their programs and um, gotten certifications through, right? And that takes those different policies and, and frameworks and what have you, and then says, okay, let's look at how we can apply those techniques with a biblical lens. And the, the quickest and easiest way that I know to do that is once you have um, invited the Lord into your process um, of whatever it is that you're writing and tried to put that particular copywriting technique to practice to run it through several filters. Um, one of those filters happens to be the joyful copy framework or checklist. And that looks at the various emotions that are pulled on as common threads through copywriting. And it shows you this is what, you know, joyful copy should have in it. And then this is the antithesis of it. So if you take, for example, a particular sentence um, and you've written it and you find that there is something that is the opposite of joy or the opposite of love, let's say that it's pulling on the thread of fear, which fear is a common thing. We all have it. Um, there's nothing wrong with pulling on the thread of fear as long as it's showing people that, hey, I understand you have this fear and here's a better way to overcome it. Where it becomes hype and manipulation is when it's taking that common thread of fear and making it hyped up and it's like a false emotion appearing real, which actually, if you think about it, the acronym of fear, false emotion appearing real, F-E-A-R. Um, so what you want to do is flip the script because the opposite of fear would be love. And you want to be able to interject or change your copy up so that it doesn't have that false emotion appearing real, that it actually shows the, the uh, fruits of the spirit with love, joy, peace, gentleness, kindness, self-control, and so forth. Um, the antithesis acronym, if you will, of fear is living our values every day and living our values every day, love. And so you want to do that. And, and that's just a taste of what it's like to, to look into joyful copy. I enjoy that. I'm sure not the audience out there probably thinking, okay, is I know we're going to get your book, but is that you know, this framework uh, is that you have something in your website that we can find about it? Yes, you can actually go. Um, the framework is available in my book. Hmm. And there is a, a link inside the book that will take you to the Joyful Copy Checklist page that you can download. Here we you go. You can also find the Joyful Copy Checklist on my website if, if you just want to go straight to the chase and pull that out. But if you want to learn more about how to use it, then you'd want to go get my book. Um, there's a free excerpt that is available at um, on my book page. You can go to joyfulcopy.com or joycaps.com forward slash book and you'll find everything there. Yeah, we surely will put the um, all the links in the show note. And uh, I'm so glad that you mentioned actually 
when they read a book and that framework, there's a specific link they can get into it too. Um, that that that's great. And what uh, I have a personal question, and probably also is on behalf of audience audience as well. What is your thoughts to use the AI tool for copywriting? Because I think a lot of people thought, you know, I'm really not a good writer. And sometimes I'm staring at the computer screen, really something, nothing coming out. So what is your thought on that? Wow. I didn't anticipate that question, Kelly. Thanks. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Um, I put her on the spot. It's all good. I like I like speaking from the hip. Um, I think that technology is great and it has value and benefits in, in all aspects of life. But I also think that there's um, a balance that we need to achieve and leaning in, in my personal opinion, leaning into technology to help you write your copy, um, such as an AI tool that'll just copy paste to it, everything together. There's a bit of inauthenticness in that, that you're not getting your voice across. And the other piece to me that is even more important is it doesn't allow you to invite the Holy Spirit in to guide you in what it is that you need to write. Um, there's no way that you can push a button in an AI tool that says interject Holy Spirit through this. <laughs> it, it doesn't work. And, and so I, I want to tread carefully on that because I don't want to be a naysayer and say, don't use an AI tool to help you write. I just would like to ask the listeners to thoughtfully consider that there's a better way for connecting with your customers and doing so in a rich and meaningful way that'll convey the message that the Lord has put on your heart to deliver into the marketplace. That is an awesome answer. And I will say that my personal opinion, okay? I would say that I just like joy. I don't mind to use tool, but let's say you just use a tool to generate some bullet points, just get you started. Mm -hmm. And then from there, you know, human take over and then you, you sit with Holy spirit. Then right. I don't have objection to for it, but I don't think if you just use purely all the, uh, the content is just generated from the machine. Um, I, I just don't think that worked well. Yeah, go ahead, Joy. Well, you, you spurred a thought, Kelly. To me, one of the most beautiful things about writing copy or, or just writing in general is the opportunity to build relationships and rapport and connect with other people. And when you allow a machine to do that for you, you've, you've lost that. It, it becomes flat. You've lost that ability to be able to make that personal interaction, that human connection that is so vital, that relationship building to what we do um, in spreading the message about our businesses, what we offer and, and how we can help others transform whatever problem it is that we solve. Yeah, that is a good, that's a good injection right there. Um, what, you know, what steps you think do you recommend that we should take before and after writing copy? Yeah, go ahead, Joy. Well, you, you spurred a thought, Kelly. To me, one of the most beautiful things about writing copy or, or just writing in general is the opportunity to build relationships and rapport and connect with other people. And when you allow a machine to do that for you, you've, you've lost that. It, it becomes flat. You've lost that ability to be able to make that personal interaction, that human connection that is so vital, that relationship building to what we do um, in spreading the message about our businesses, what we offer, and, and how we can help others transform whatever problem it is that we solve. 
there's a long list that I have of exact steps and they're provided in my book as part of the, the message and in some of my courses that I teach. But I can tell you at the, the very first start, I think one of the things that um, most people forget to do is really kind of common sense. And that is they forget to start at the end start with the end in mind. You know, it's it's kind of like going on a trip. If you're going to go to the grocery store, um, have you ever had the opportunity? I know we all have where you go to the grocery store and you don't have a list with you and you're hungry and you just kind of meander through the aisles and you end up with a bunch of stuff in your cart that you never planned on and probably a bigger bill than you ever <laughs> anticipated versus the time that you go to the grocery store where your tummy's not grumbling, hopefully. Um, you already have your well thought out list of all the things that you need and you methodically make your way through the aisles in a more efficient manner. So you get out of there with exactly what you needed. Copywriting is the same thing. Start with the end in mind and map out what you want people to do. And then the next thing, and I, I don't want to touch on this too much because it's it's actually something you teach, but the power of one. I think too many people try to cram too many things into one particular body of work or one communication, whether it's an email or a sales page or website. And so the power of one, one thing that you want people to walk away with, one action that you want people to take, one story thread that you can pull all the way throughout, that is part of the planning process that you need to do and map out. But at the beginning, before you start writing. Now, on the other side, I'm, I'm skipping a lot of other steps, but on the other side, when you're done, um, I've noticed that a lot of times people say, oh, I've written that, press in, get it out the door. And that's easy to want to do. But when I'm guilty of that myself, you know, because we're all human, um, I've missed the opportunity to take that body of work and throw it into a tool like Grammarly something that will go through and make sure that you don't have everything written in passive voice, that you have active voice, catch your typos, but don't just rely on the tool. The next step, and this sounds hokey, but it works, is to read whatever you've written out loud. Because what happens is with technology is it can only go so far and it'll say something's good, but it leaves out words. And when you go to read it out loud, your brain will go, oh, wow, I hear the word that's missing, it's not there. My brain is filling in the gap when I read it just to myself or when I let the technology do it. So you can go back and make those corrections. Um, those are just some of the tips of how I would say that you need to start your copy and end your copy. But there's many more um, that would be useful that I'm happy to share with people in the book. Okay, guys, get the book. <laughs> so <laughs> I have already read the whole book. So I mean, it's really good. You know, inside I have you know, Joy Dunn has such a great job of you give a really, really, really good context of her journey. And I think that always is the best way when, well, who I'm talking to. I mean, she is a master copywriter. So what I mean is she gave a great context to help us to understand then why then later on the framework and also the, you know, all the, all these steps. So, you know, I remember that recently I just read uh, an article from hbr.org, uh, right? It talked about the 10 new marketing truths after pandemic. And inside they are, you know, especially there is a, there's a, a one point say that 
our audience out there, our customer or your clients out there before they are just happy that if we, how we communicate, uh, they just mm-hmm. expect, yeah, if we have maybe, you know, 70, 80% that fit their checklist, they're happy, they will buy. But now they want exactly, we need to have exactly what they want. Right. So in the end of the day, it means that whole 10 truths just mean for me, just re-emphasize that human, you know, you, you no matter how technology develop, that biblical principle, kingdom principle, right? It's all about people. So your copy, your communication, you got to show that authentic you. I enjoy, right. I feel like your face, you have something that you want to say. No, actually, I, I, I was just reflecting on, on this whole conversation and how rich it's been. Um, I was thinking about, um, when as you were talking, I was thinking about this hyper-manipulation and how that it's been around since Adam and Eve. And then I was also thinking about how the Bible contains every single thing that we need in it. And people just have no idea that we've only scratched the surface of using that as a resource and a tool or the ultimate how-to guide to help us get to where we want to go. Fantastic. So Joy, can you tell us that when is your book come out? August the 19th. August um, 19th. I have to share, Kelly, um, I don't think we've discussed this, but that's a very specific date that that I was praying about the Lord when I should release it. Um, you've read the book, so you know that there's many stories in there that are from my father or I talk about my father's influence and he since passed away um, back in 2020. And um, this book is is um, going to release on what would have been his 84th birthday. So August the 19th is a very personal date to me, and it's an honor to be able to release it, you know, on that day. Well, I think it will be a blessing for many others. And guys, it's very simple. I'm Chinese. I, I love numbers. So A plus one equal to nine. They're there for August 19th. Okay. So guys, remember that? <laughs> Right. So I have a special gift and I believe it, it's God gave me. It's about numbers. You know, uh, I did not figure that out. It's after years later, people told me just when I have any see some number, somehow I can make them like have some connection. So it's easy to remember. So guys, again, A plus one equal to nine. August 19, mark on your calendar and go Amazon or wherever that or Joyce uh, website, um, go to grab the book because Copywriting, there's no negotiation negotiation about it. You know, if you're in business, you know, you need to have a copy. But if you want to stand out to truly that your ideal clients out there can feel like they are understood, that you are showing that godly love through your copy, then that's where you can truly stand out. Just spurred a, a closing thought, and that is, you know, why look like everybody else? We live in a, a time where everybody is copying everyone else, and it's kind of a me too environment. But if you do the joyful copy approach, um, writing in alignment with the teachings of the Bible, you're going to stand out like nobody else, and it's going to be exciting. Yes, it will be super, super exciting. And guys, consider my English is terrible, you know. Uh, I, when she mentioned moments ago, mentioned about Grammarly, yeah, that is a must tool I have to go through first and then before we can even go further. But if I can use my third language so far, right, you guys, right, you guys should, should be able to do this. Okay, that's a kind of little bit tough love in the end. But um, I just want to say 
Joyce, thank you, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Uh, we cannot wait uh, that more people can read the book. And we literally, my, my true hope is that we can have a, a group of, uh, you know, trailblazers, you know, that will be able to use a joyful copy and to touch a whole lot more lives in God's way. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you. How have you enjoyed the episode? I hope you have taken some notes. And also, we will put all those links which Joy mentioned for goodies to get the framework checklist in the show note. So please go to kellybother.com forward slash podcast. Then you will be able to access to those links. I will see you in the next episode. Hi there. If you have found this episode resonating with you, would you please consider to take a moment? Just drop a review on Apple Podcast. It will serve a fresh dose of blessings to those of us who work so hard to produce the content week in and week out. Please go to kellyballer.com forward slash review. Again, that's kellyballer.com forward slash review. We really appreciate it. And you will also help more fellow Christian CEOs find this podcast. Thank you so much. Remember, you matter. See you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Christian CEO Podcast at www.kellybotter.com.